Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. In Chicago, two comedian skeptics named Andy and Art were mysteriously abducted by the illusionary mastermind and conspiracy theorist known only as Mr. Mr. Bunker. Bunker. The following serves as a record of Bunker's attempt to convince non-believers of the truth about conspiracies and paranormal activity. Andy and Art give an uninterrupted presentation and verdict on the plausibility of these offbeat topics. Delivering what they call the whole enchilada. Will Mr. Bunker convince these two skeptics any of this is real? Will it convince you? Bugfuckers, it's uh, it's Art, and it's your old pal Andy. Um, listen, Beefers, I know cryptic, weird title for the episode. Uh, we're just gonna come out and say it. We're gonna rip the bandaid off real quick. Yeah, we're going on a little hiatus. We're gonna take a little break from the show. Um, we know you probably your head is swimming with questions. This is this or, is monumental news. Or either you're so celebrating and you've turned this off that there are some these people... podcasts will stop appearing in your feed every week. <laughs> you feel obligated to listen to them because it's just there. <laughs> A pity listen. Yeah. You no longer will have that curse upon you. Um you're probably wondering like, okay, well, how long are you guys gonna be on Hades? We don't know. It's gonna be indefinite. Um we don't know when we'll be back. And, um, yeah, but we do have a desire to come back in some form. Sure. So, um, it's just that, you know, things are, things are a little hectic right now. It's, it's tough to do a weekly show week in and week out. And, um, you know, things in our non bunker life are, I mean, here's the thing. Obviously I think when people listen to the show, Andy, we give off an impression that we are two guys who have it completely put together. I think when people listen to this show, they say like, here are two dynamic chads. Um, these are guys that grab the world by the balls and twist the balls and then throw They've the They've got everything down. planned out. Everything makes sense. Everything's just so easy. It's like easy street for these guys. Right. It's clear that it's clear that, that they, they have everything handled and they know what they're doing and they know what they're talking about. And there's never any doubt that any of that's true. Now this might come as a surprise, but, um, uh, that's not 100% the truth. Right. Sometimes in real life, we don't have a good handle on things and we need to take a little break. Um, which I know. I mean, that's probably the biggest shocker. Right. This is the number one thing. I, I know I can hear the jaws dropping already uh, <laughs> across the world as people struggle with this, but it is it is true. Uh, I think it's great that we're doing obnoxious bits on a 
episode that's like semi real. Supposed, supposed to be real and heartfelt, and meanwhile, <laughs> here we are just <laughs> making fun of the whole situation. But you would expect no less from us, would that's you? That's what you come to the table for. Um, you know, uh, that we we will be doing stuff, you know, personally. During the hiatus, people might be wondering, well, like, what the hell are you guys going to be doing? And it's like, what do you guys have planned? What's going on? It's like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, we can we can give a little peek behind the curtain. Yeah, like, you've got a few things going on, Andy. And- yeah, we I I have a few balls up in the air um, right now, and and that's it's taken a lot of my time to be honest. Um, uh-huh. You know, I <clears throat> I started up a a school for um, people to learn how to be elephant trainers. Well, I should say how to train elephant trainers. So we don't we don't work with any actual elephants. It's 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 all about how people. It's about becoming an educator for elephant trainers. Right. So like we train the people who train people who work with elephants. Right. Um, I started up that school, and it's I mean it's it's busy. We've got a lot of applicants to manage. Um, so many people want to learn. How to learn how to train people to train elephants. I mean, honestly, this is a field that's really exploding right now. There are a lot of job opportunities out there and people, the problem is that there's not a lot of- Elephants have never been hotter. There's not a lot of qualified um, elephant trainer trainers out there. And, you know, we're one of the few accredited bodies uh, capable of of training people to train elephant trainers. You're accredited by the Lion King. Right. Um, you know, and we- The Council of Elephants. The Council of Elephants. Um uh, we, you know, are loathed by PETA, of course, because yeah. it's all about training circus elephants. And, <laughs> you know, you do have to talk about maintaining the shackles and yeah. things that keep them from going on a rampage, um, drugging them. As they're wont to do. But we have to teach the elephant trainers this stuff. Um, yeah. You know, it's not always pleasant, but it's a necessary evil, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Um, I've also started up um, a company that uh, repurposes Amazon boxes. So when people get their Amazon boxes, um, we have like collection bins. Mm-hmm. Um, it's mostly in Chicago right now, mm-hmm. um, but you can go take your Amazon boxes there and we will um, just tape over the Amazon tape with a different kind of tape and then reuse the box as a box. Now, there's also an initiative with that business to build um, cool, badass, like, like cardboard armor and like cardboard stuff, cardboard houses, mm-hmm. cardboard, um, you know, cars. Yeah. If, if for whatever reason the boxes are unsuitable for, um, reuse. for reuse as, uh, yeah. you know, another box, um, we do take the boxes and repurpose them into a world of imagination. Um, where kind of like when Ed, Ed and Eddie built a whole city full of cardboard people and then they got lost in it. I think it's a little bit different than that. Oh, okay. But, uh, and this is kind of an original idea. Um, oh, okay. So my cardboard city is based on dreams that I have and um, I keep a dream journal and then yeah. I have a team of uh, three unpaid interns that are responsible for um, building the boxes into whatever my dreams are. So there's a lot of um, and those unpaid interns, those are the elephants from your training program, right? The, well, the yeah, elephant trainers train, right? They the elephant trainers trained by my elephant training school trainers uh, are trained then to build those boxes up in ways <laughs> that match my dreams. You got a lot going on. I got a lot going on. Um, and, you know, yeah. I, I also uh, just, oh, okay. There's a third thing. Yeah, I just opened a chain of fast casual Italian restaurants called. Uh, Bobby Baloney's. 
<laughs> Bobby Baloney's. Yeah, it's all based on this fictional character I created named uh-huh. Bobby Baloney. Uh-huh. Um, and you know his name is spelled Bologna, but we call it Baloney because he's Italian American. So right. Um, this is very offensive to me. Yeah, this is very super. <laughs> there's a lot of super offensive stuff to Italians if you go into the restaurant. That's yeah. that's like one one thing we really lean into. You know, it's like oh, we've got the like oh, you. I can, think that'll go well. Yeah, yeah, like like. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, it's you can get like, oh, greasy pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you get a mustachioed uh, mustacholi. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got hair in it, dark, dark hair. Um, to add to the like Italian theme, right? Um, there's wild animals inside the restaurant, like goats and sheep. Um, you know, there's like ancient fake garlic and chili yeah. peppers hanging on the wall. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a real big hit right now. We're like testing out, um, we're, we're basically test market. Yeah. Mm. Um, here in Chicago. Um, and we've also, you know, it's cause I got so much going on. I kind of have to leverage all of my projects into one. So the elephants from the circus are the wait <laughs> staff and the kitchen staff. But front of house is an elephant trainer. Okay, good, good. I was about to say. You can't have an elephant taking people's coats and doing things with their hats and stuff and like seating them. Elephants don't know how to do that. But yeah. they can make pizzas. But they can make pizzas and they can deliver it to a table for sure. Um, so come on out and try Bobby Baloney's. Come on out. Yeah, I, unfortunately, you know, I won't be around to see a lot of those businesses come to fruition, but I wish you the best of success. Of course, you know this. I've talked to you about this. I am moving to Dagestan. Right. I hope to train Ma with Khabib and his whole camp. Um, you know, a big part of the reason why I've always wanted to train Ma is I'm a big UFC fan and I've just always really been into Ma. And I just think the Dagestanis, one, I just really like those big fluffy hats too. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of it for me. Right. It's like, well, you know, Arthur, you have no training. You've, ne- you've never been in a fight. You've never taken martial arts. You don't, you're not even that athletic. And it's like, yeah, but I really like those big fluffy hats they wear after the big fights. Right. And I would really like to wear a couple of those big fluffy hats. I think they're very cool. Um, definitely keep your head warm. Most stylish hat I've ever seen. Right. So I'm going to move to Dagestan to do that. Um, never been to Dagestan. I don't speak Russian. Um, you know, I know nothing about the culture there. I, I think I'll fit in, though. I think people, honestly, when I, I'm, I'm very good at making people like me. I'm a very likable person. Uh, I think Khabib and his whole camp, they'll have no reason not to take me in and train me all their trainings and make me into the world's greatest ma fighter mm-hmm. um, where I'll win UFC and I'll get to wear a big fluffy hat after I win and talk to Joe Rogan. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. This is really a dream for you to train in Mm-hmm. Um Of all the people that I know, you're probably the most into ma and... You know, I wish you. Well, I also look the best in a big fluffy hat. Yeah, yeah, you've got you've got a good head for a hat, um, and it's a shame you don't wear more hats. Honestly, big fluffy hats. Well, yeah, I mean any hat. Honestly, no, I'm not big. I'm not. I don't like other hats, Andy. I want the big fluffy hats. I mean, you'd look good in a Stetson hat. They you'd always look... wear those big fluffy hats. It looks good. You know the ones I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. I <laughs> uh, love Dagestan. I might, I might swing over into Kazakhstan too. Any of the stands, really. Right. Just kind of stand hang out, wrestle so she people. Stand. Just start some ma fights around town. Yeah, yeah just around town. <laughs> just cranking out ma fights in the middle of the street. 
Well, Dana White brings me to Fight Island, lets me start fighting some other Ma fighters. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, let me know when you end up on Fight Island. Yeah. Because I have a feeling that Bobby Baloney's could be an official watch location. Well, I would love to introduce you to Dana White after I get to meet him and I become the world's greatest Ma fighter. Yeah. Does Dana uh, White have any elephants? Oh, I'm sure he does. Cool. Yeah. Sure he does. I could tra- train somebody to train those elephants for You him. could. I think there's a lot of ways you and I can work together. Yeah. And we could take over Fight Island. Yeah. I mean, why? I mean, here's the thing. Why doesn't the UFC have elephant trainers fighting? That's true. Not elephants. No. Elephant trainers. Right. The elephants would work the pavilion. The elephants will be the referees. They'll be drink, delivering drinks. The elephants will be the ring girls. Right. They will also be the coaches. Yeah. They'll be medical staff. Elephants are very smart. They'll be commentating. They can be trained to do a lot of stuff. Yeah. If only you have the right trainer trained by the right person. Uh-huh. So there's good stuff happening, Bunk Funkers. There's good stuff happening. We're, we wouldn't take a break if it didn't matter. And obviously... All of this stuff is super important. All of that matters. stuff is very important. Yeah. But... um. Obviously, it goes without saying that, um, not to say that, you know, you know us, we're, we're, we're modest, we're humble, we, we, we think nothing of what we do, but we do read every message. Um, we, every hate-filled comment. Well, the hateful comments, but, I'm, you know, the, the nice ones too. And it's obvious that, you know, there are a group of people who really enjoy listening to the show week in and week out and that they- Mystifyingly look, so. Mystifyingly so, it makes no sense. But, you know, you guys have enjoyed this, you've supported this. And, um, of course, I mean, it's like, it shocks us every single time. Um, but we are internally grateful and thankful yeah. of that. And we know that this show is a nice escape or it's like just a fun thing to look forward to week in and week out. And it sucks that, um, it's going to be on a little break, a little hiatus here. It's not going to be around for a little while, but just know that yeah, we will likely be back in the future. Mm-hmm. With some more content. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'll echo everything Art said. Thank you for all this support. It's very humbling. It is. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, so there's there's plenty of fun episodes. And there might be a little teaser drop here or there. You never know. Um, you know, keep, it, keep checking it out. But, um, yeah, for the most part, yeah, no timetable to return or um, anything like that. But. We will rise again like the glorious Phoenix. Just like the city of Phoenix. (laughs) (laughs) Rising from the asses. Rising from the asses. That's how that story went, right? Yeah. That story's about like Phoenix Mm -hmm. and how like there was a giant. Arizona. That sat on it and it crushed the whole city. But then when the giant stood up, it turned out that there's some of the city was stuck in his butt. And it sort of like just landed where it was. And Phoenix rose again from the asses. Mm-hmm. No, that's 100% how it happened. Yeah. That's how Phoenix got its name. Yeah. Arizona, they love ass. <laughs> um, you know, obviously I think too, Mr. Bunker, right? I, we don't know what he's going to be up to. We didn't really talk this over with him. But he might still be antagonizing us. But we think we're going to be busy enough that he'll probably leave us alone. Yeah. But if any of you have any run-ins or come in get contact with Mr. Bunker, you got to let us know. Yeah. If he starts abducting you every week. Right. And makes you podcast in place of us. I don't know how much know. help we can be because we kind of get duped by him week in and week out. And it's a thing that, you know, it's whatever. I mean, he's very tricky. He's very crafty. 
But hopefully when I'm over in Dagestan training, Ma, right. I'll be able to finally fight off Mr. Bunker once and for all. Mm-hmm. And you're training all these elephant trainers who can then lead a horde of elephants. We'll kind of have like a Lord of the Rings Return of the King style battle. Yeah, that's true. Um, we have all these badass elephant riders. Yeah. And I guess Mr. Bunker is Gandalf in this. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I guess I guess he gets to be the good guys then, huh? Yeah, we we picked the we picked the bad guys. Side. Oh fuck! Whatever. Nazgul's are cool. <laughs> this is the one time the bad guys are gonna win, though. Yeah. Life's not a movie. Um, I don't know, Andy. Any any other parting uh, remarks before we? Sign off for a I, little bit. I just want to say thanks again to all you beefers out there, especially yeah. the proud patrons of this show. That's right. Um, you've made doing this so much fun for the last few years. Like, what is it? Like, almost three years? Holy shit, yeah. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun. Um, and I don't know what the future holds, but that'll be fun, too. That will be fun, too. And, um, yeah, it has been really nice to get all the feedback and the love and the support and the messages and the... Just everything, man. It's like it's it's wild, you know, um, to 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 do something that's honestly just, you know, we we get abducted every week. That's real. That's all very real. Yeah, it's not a joke. No, all that stuff true happens. Stories. And but you know, at the end of the day, Andy and I always make the best of every situation. We never complain. Uh, <laughs> but we, at the end of the day, this show has always been about two friends trying to make each other laugh, and it's cool to see there's so many people out there who are like. They also get it and they like that humor right. and it brings them joy. It's crazy to think how many people are walking around with active brain damage and <laughs> find this show funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. But no, you're right, Andy. Yes. Thank you again to, just, to the Funk Funkers and the patrons and just everybody in general. Um, I don't know. There's not much else you can say. No. It's crazy. No, your thanks and everything you send to the, to content creators or whoever you know, you send them a little. It it really means the world to them. So, um, you know, um, yeah, it it really does. You know, those those emails are are cherished and the nice kind messages as well. And the hate too. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. We like the hate. It's nice. The fuels us. We get riled up. We. We get wound up. Keep well, the hate flowing. Keep the love flowing. Andy, should you give him a? Should we give him one last yummy and a whole enchilada sign off to uh, deal the deal here? Yeah, I think uh, not for the titular Mister Bunker, but for my uh, fecund co-host Art Stone. This is Andy Hart saying that was the whole enchilada. For now. For now. Yummy.
Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah. right? And yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Chapotis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.